Thank you for joining me for another episode of Free Rider. I am your host, T.A. Walker. For those of you who may be new, the point of this podcast is to help writers break free. What I hope my episodes are able to do is to not only help you to break free, but to help you to identify those things that are keeping you from being free. The chains that we writers place around our own minds are the most dangerous variety of chains of binding that we can have as a writer. And where having a chained mentality may seem like something that's easy to understand and maybe easy to break out of, I think that We accumulate those chains and we don't notice them. They're not altogether noticeable until we start to feel a pinch. That pinch is going to surface initially not as a a very uncomfortable sensation. It's going to manifest itself as maybe a mild anxiety over something that you're attempting to do with your writing that may not fit into the groove of what you're doing or trying to be as a writer. And when we first approach that kind of an issue, we think, well, maybe this is something new. And because it's something new, I have got to give myself this learning curve. And during this learning curve, I have to accept that it's going to be uncomfortable, that it's going to be something that isn't what I am accustomed to. And where some of that may be true, I say that if you are experiencing something like that and it begins to grow in its degree, as in its level of stress and strain, that it puts on your process and who you are as a writer, then that's a chain that you need to break out of. When you break out of one paradigm and you feel like, man, I have freed myself from something that has held me back for years, it's a nice feeling. It feels good. And it gives you a false sense of security because you think this could never happen to me again. And it might not be able to happen to you again exactly like that. So, for instance, a content meal cannot roll up on me and and, and say, (laughs) hey, T.A. Walker, write me something for, you know, a penny, a paragraph or something. It cannot come to me in the same 
way. But what it can do is it can contort and reconfigure and it can come to me in a different way. But when you strip off the paint, as it were, it's the same damn thing as the content meal. Or let's just say the damn taste in my mouth is the the aftertaste is the same as the content meals. And if you don't know what a content meal is, first of all, be thankful <laughs> because you're missing nothing. And two, don't worry about it because it's not something you need at all. On its, let's just say on the surface, if you don't go very, very deep, it looks like we live in like a TikTok world, doesn't it? And for those who listen to Free Rider who are not 12 or something, uh, you know, it, it makes you feel like, wow, is this really, this is really what life has morphed into? No, this is not what life has really morphed into. Well, how can you say that? Because TikTok has millions of users and, you know, I'm a YouTuber. Some listeners may be YouTubers and they throw me a few bones when I TikTok some of my videos. Um, you're not with the times of TikTok is not with the times. Why am I picking on TikTok? You know what? Anything that falls into the category of the here, the now, the trendy, the 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 the, the not here to stay for long falls into that category. So I'm just going to call it all TikTok, okay? Because there may be other things maybe there are other things that they give you that just that tiktokish kind of longevity which isn't long because tiktok would tell you that not not um you know between 12 and maybe you know i don't know 18 maybe they prefer you know a a, a fast paced uh 10 second long attention span type of situation but for the rest of us um we know that nothing is done in 15 seconds including you creating something that's like um going to be worth being preserved for the future and not just preserved so that it can be used against you but preserved as in those things that we consider to be classics things that teachers are putting together curriculum in order to help their students to to grow we write books duh free writer but if you have not published your book yet you don't write books i'm sorry i know i know i know i know because that sounds like a little bit of a gatekeepy type of thing to say. But I'm just saying, if you have not published a book yet, you don't write books. You're writing a book. You want to write a book. But you got to put it out there. And I am not saying that you have to put it out there in some TikTok-ish kind of a way. 
Because when it is all said and done, when the TikTokers start, I don't know, clocking in somewhere and working real jobs and, you know, having to actually feed and clothe other human beings, who's going to be, who will be waiting? I almost said that we'll be waiting for them. Perhaps we won't be waiting for them, but our stories will. I don't know how much escaping you can do in 30 seconds. But when they pick up your book, they will be able to escape the life that's waiting on the other side of TikTok. And that is what this is all about. What is trending? What is new? What is, you know, everybody else is doing? It's fine if that's what you want to be as a writer. You're not a free writer, so don't say that. But if that is what you want to be as a writer, cool. You can do that. But you have to understand something, and that is that new is not always better. And if a person decides that they want to read your story, you don't have to you don't have to worry about my gosh, am I do I have to put the TikTok spin on this book so that I can hold their attention? Because if you're a reader, there are some, I, I thought that there were some inherent aspects of a person's approach if they are willing to sit down and commit themselves to a book. The folks that don't read are unashamed that they don't read. And I'm not saying they should be ashamed, but they're pretty forthcoming with the fact that I don't read books hard like that. Good. There are those that do. And when they find your book, you don't have to worry about, goodness gracious, was I, you know, did I twerk on my trailer good enough so that they will come and read my book? Or did I just write a book worth reading? So what's the takeaway from all this? The takeaway from all this is that there are going to be new things that are always going to come out. New um ways that people are going to want to present stories different methods or different avenues for uh distributing those stories but none of those temporary things will ever be able to hold a candle to books i think that it seems like people are so ready to abandon what is old for something new that they don't understand that that old is never going anywhere i know that there are people that would have you to think that it's current or modern thinking to think certain things that just aren't true but it isn't you might be a person who has gone completely digital 
And that's cool. If you if you do that, most of us have a digital, you know, portfolio. Nevertheless, are you saying that if you don't do it digitally that you don't write anymore? Because if that is what you're saying, you might want to take a few moments and get yourself to the point where you don't shun books because you think that that's like, ooh, that's so old school. How is telling a story old school? You're always going to want a good story told to you. And the people around you are always going to want to have you or someone tell them a good story. That is what we provide. And I think that a lot of what is trending, what is new, these little snack-sized ways of distributing stories, those can be good. And perhaps there's nothing wrong with that. But I am of the thinking that unless it was your idea prior to. So if you just got in the mood where you said, man, I just want to write, you know, flash fiction. And that's just all I want to write. I think that's the direction I want to go. That is different from in 2023, people all of a sudden saying, hey, a story, a good story only consists of 1,500 words and anything more than that is arcane. Anything more than that is is old school. Nobody's doing it that way anymore. Do you think I have time to read a hundred thousand words what is trending what is new what is current can tempt you to think that what you're doing is no longer good enough that you have to scrap everything that you're doing and you have to contort what you're doing around the times the times And if that's your approach to writing, it can be your approach until the end. But if you are abandoning those things that are good ideas, for ideas that the jury is still out on, I think that it's okay to secure and hold fast to what you're already doing. Because... When the world's, and it may not, so the world may never come to a place where it's ready to slow the hell down and say, you know, can you please give us a video that's at least, you know, 30 or 20 minutes? The world may never come back to that place. But that doesn't mean that what you do no longer has value. T writers those who are well-renowned, those who are now elderly, it may look like, oh, man, I, shoot, if, if he has a damn TikTok account, I need to go and do that. Or if he is on YouTube pretending to be normal, I need to go and do that. And maybe take a few more moments to think about the fact that there um, you know, What's new and trending advisor is bringing that stuff to them. And they sign off on it and they just do whatever they're told. 
You don't have to do what you are told, especially by anybody else except yourself. I hope that this episode was not too um, murky. It feels murky coming out of my mouth. But the whole point of it all is that as a writer, you should never feel like you have to abandon writing books in order to be seen out here, in order to be noticed. There are a lot of things that as a writer we have to do or we think we have to do in order to market ourselves. And that marketing can turn into a thing of its own. It can turn into what you do. I might have content. I might produce this content. If I can use such a nice classy word as produce. (laughs) Produce sounds like you're really doing something important. But I may produce a podcast. But I'm not a content creator. That's not what I do. I am a writer who happens to do whatever I'm going to call this. It's not content creation, though. Because I would prefer to have a presence as a writer so that those who ever discover me can understand where I'm coming from. Nevertheless, This has been Free Rider, and if you are new here, and especially if you have been here since the first episode of season one, thank you for still hanging in here with Free Rider. I'm always glad to have you here listening. If you are a new listener, I don't know where you started from, but I'm going to take a guess and say that you might be working yourself in the opposite direction. Like you might be going from, you know, season five and then you start binging your way backwards. That's kind of the way we tend to do it, isn't it? And all I can say to that is just keep going because does it get better or worse the more you go back on this? (laughs) I don't know. But if you're still here again, I guess that's a good sign. So thank you for listening. And as always, I will talk to you on the next episode.